unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. All right, so this evening I have Reddit user uh, TGOTR. Mm-hmm. Going to tell us a little bit about his workplace horror story. Um, it is uh, quite fascinating, and it may infuriate some of you guys. So, <laughs> but that you know, like I was saying off stream, um, this isn't exactly retail that, that he was in. But as we've grown, I want this to be a place where people can talk about you know mistreatment and the kind of things they went through. So it doesn't matter what industry at this point. Uh, Proto, hello, welcome, Iron Maiden. So, having said that, good sir. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I worked to this place for almost 10 years. I left for a couple of years due to the treatment, but I had to go back due to uh, nobody was hiring at that point. And they're like, yeah, we changed. We're, we're fine now. <laughs> right. So I'm going to kind of go through the bullet points of your, of your story. So if you mm-hmm. can start that out, go right ahead. Oh, I started working for this place back in 2011. I remember that very vividly because it was around the time of Occupy Wall Street. Oh, wow. And yeah, basically, they the management did not like anyone talking about it. I imagine so. Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, I mean, considering the way they treat people. Yeah, I can see that. Uh Basically, I was a temp working minimum wage, seven and a quarter an hour. And this was a wire mill making wire harnesses. They take bulk wire, strip it, put terminals on, put molds on it, and get shipped. And it gets shipped out to uh, different industri- industries like the company True. They make uh, refrigerators. You've probably seen them at Walmart holding pop. Uh, so, did they do? Did they supply like the telecommunication companies too? No, this was it, this was all electrical. Got you, got you. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So it said that you when you started there, you know, you'd been there for five years, and then they, all of a sudden they gave you a title. Yeah, uh, they, I was the only one working in my area at the time. I mean, I was doing the job of three, four people, and. One of the uh, head, head people, they were coming through and they're like, well, we can't have this uh, regular worker, you know, playing a, playing a supervisor position. So let's give him a title of team lead. <laughs> and, and you received no money for that. Nope. I received no raise at all. Wow. In fact, that- it, it, it took five years to get $2 in raises. I was up to nine dollars by the time I, by the time I hit that point. Wow! So, how many hours a week were you working in this "quote unquote" unpaid supervisor role? Well, it was usually forty hours a week. Wow! And mm-hmm. was this kind of like, you know, with it being a wire mill? I'm assuming it's it's you know basically like a production facility, right? So yes. So you're pretty much on your feet the entire time? Yes. Gotcha. Well, some jobs you you could sit if you were uh, in the stripping area or if you were running a press. And what kind of gauge wires are we talking? Uh, 22 up to 10, sometimes 8. Wow. Big boys. Yes. That is crazy. All right. So tell us a little bit about you know, how they made you feel? Well, there was a lot of gaslighting. I was made to feel like I was bad at everything. I was stupid. I couldn't do anything right. You know, it was my fault that I was being treated like this. I, I'm, they do, you know, they would do this by igno- never acknowledging anything good that I do. Or taking credit for it themselves, and 
calling me out on every small bad thing I might have messed up on. Like, oh, this is stripped too long. You completely screwed up the entire order. But you didn't have much help, though, right? I rarely ever had help. Uh, this would go on for years because the most time I would have help would be if someone was deemed not good enough to work on the floor. Because we had a lot of people come through. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my phone's going off. That's okay. Uh, they would... If they couldn't run a mold, if they were too slow for assembly or working on a press, they were sent over into my area. If if they weren't, they were going to be fired. Right. Now, when you were yeah. hired on as a temp, uh, somebody had asked a question. Uh, were you hired on as a temp full-time or part-time? Full-time. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Another question was, they were curious if... Did they tell you when you got a promotion without the extra pay that it would be a good quote unquote opportunity? Yes, they did. Oh, there it is. And they said, and they said, pay. You know, my pay would go up in time. Oh, so get you to do the work, and then you mm-hmm. won't know. so. But that that was the first time they had bumped, moved me up without uh, giving me extra pay. It was the first time they did it three times to me. Wow, that is that is actually kind of a uh, terrible, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Um. So tell us a little bit about you know when you went to your supervisors and whatnot about you know how you were being treated and whatnot. Uh, tell us about the joke form. You've seen these forms on you on Facebook, like oh, where were your feelings hurt? All that they actually had a form with the with. That was legal in the company. It had the company numbering on it and everything. It was legal. It was filed, and you had to fill it out. So I mean, and and you said in your story they kind of made fun of when they when they would administer this. Yep. Wow. And they would pub- they would publicly shame people, and you couldn't go to HR because the head HR lady and the. The first boss was that were actually friends. They had been there since the get go. Oh wow! Yeah, that is yeah, that is mm-hmm. crazy. So, do you want to touch on um, uh, November twenty fourteen? November twenty fourteen. Okay, uh, around that time, it was it had gotten really bad. Um, I had I attempted uh, suicide because I had been hunting for work for a new job for two years at that point. I couldn't get any calls, callbacks or anything like that. I was getting help with resume and even, even to get into Burger King, this area never really recovered from 2008. So jobs are scarce like all the time. And, and, and then I, you, it, mm-hmm. go ahead. So I, and I ended up trying to kill myself over it. I was just that done. That is quite unfortunate, but thankfully, you made it through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I ended up, I ended up going to therapy at, at the request of my wife. So, do you feel like that was a good move? Uh, well, it got me out of work. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Now, uh, do you want to go into? Uh, the the result of the therapy or do you want to skip that well uh, they did a test they they i was diagnosed being autistic as an adult and the the head boss i had to keep it from her because like 20 odd years or so ago she had a child that was diagnosed and she gave him up for adoption because it would have made her look bad having a retard child, as she said. That is horrible. I know you mm-hmm. had made reference to, that she had said that uh, auti- the term autism was the politically correct way to say retarded. Yep. She See, said that a lot. That is just horrifying. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I cannot imagine... Someone that full of hate. Yeah, that is, that is just something that 
um, it, it, it's really beyond words. Now, when your boss found out, did uh, I'm assuming that her treatment of you got worse? Yes, eventually, like she found out. She, she found out through Facebook. Basically, I had posted a uh, pro, like, oh, you know, autism people aren't weird or stupid, kind of thing, and someone within her clique, you know, her little birdies saw it and question me about it like what why why question me about it what's the point in that right and eventually there were rules assigned to me that only i had to follow like oh well you need if you're gonna set something up you have to run it by me first etc cetera, etc cetera. everything so, you do you have to run it by me that yeah. i mean and then and two weeks later she took the position from me saying, oh, well, we don't think you can do the job very well. <laughs> and then tell, tell everybody what they did with your pay. They dropped me down to minimum wage, at least attempted to. I quit the next day. I, I, I had actually found the job. It was right next to where my mom was living. I was living with my mom at the time. I could just walk right to work, right, walk right across the backyard and get to work. Now, I don't know if everybody caught this. Here's the thing. When he was given the title, he wasn't given any money, correct? So right. we ta- talked about that earlier. But they dropped his pay. And he had he didn't even receive an increase. So they dropped his pay, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, he was making less than the temps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the temps are starting out at $8 an hour. Minimum wage in Indiana is still seven twenty-five. Unbelievable. I, yeah. So I quit the next day. I called in. It's like, I'm tired of being treated like shit. You got find someone else. That is just um, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and it and it really and it really sucks because there's one boss there. She is the, she's the sweetest lady in the world. I mean, but they came down on her because she was nice. I see. What kind of turnover did that place have? I mean, did, were there a lot of people that, that just kind of filtered through and that left because of the treatment? Or Okay. Well, later on, I, I became like the head of the whole floor. Didn't, didn't receive a pay increase for that either. But I had calculated that their turnover rate was close to 90%. Good God. Yeah. And they were proud of it. Uh, that is that is insane. Um, they for for the longest time they were the lowest paying company in the county. McDonald's paid more, Walmart paid more, and they were proud of that. Like we've got we've got such high profit margins. We're doing great because we're paying everyone so low. <laughs> that is, uh, I, I want to tell you real quick. You you got you got a bunch of support here in the chat. They they they're, they're <laughs> asking for her. Her, how to contact this woman and and taking baseball bats and flipping desks and all sorts of stuff. So <laughs> so so you got you got an army oh, yeah. of people here on your side. Uh, honestly, the thought of killing her actually did cross my mind several times. So, wow, that is just. And I'm 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 generally a a nice person. So for me to get to that point, that's I mean that's a lot of push. Well, especially because you said you were there for the better part of 10 years, right? Yep. The second half of of that, it was a different boss, but she did most of the same shit. Right. And did you ever attempt to go to HR or or did you have it figured out that it wouldn't? Oh, okay. And and they said... I went to HR. They said, oh, we'll take care of it. Then I got the first sighting of that one piece of paper, the... where did where did they hurt your feelings? And I actually went to the owner of the company over this, and she got reprimanded for it. But she went around the shop laughing, like, "Oh, I got tattled on again. <laughs> Someone can't take it." Oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So now you you had said that you you were in uh, an accident and hurt your back, right? Yes, uh, in March of 2015. To describe it, my uh, my mom's property. There are two houses on the property. 
One, it's a really run-down house that's used for storage. And she's got a trailer in the backyard. Gotcha. And, and we, you know, stuff was stored. I got, I got, I put stuff upstairs. She kept her stuff downstairs, kept everything separate. Well, this was in the middle of winter. This was March. Snow was on the ground. My feet were wet. I'm coming down the stairs. I slip on something from the top of the stairs down to the bottom. 13 steps. I hit every step on the way down. Hurt my back in three places. And uh, when, what was it that your boss said about the doctor's orders or whatnot? But doctors can't tell me how to run my shop. You know, I tell you when you have time off. <laughs> my God. The doctor told me I needed to take a few days to relax so I don't, you know, make my back, back injury worse. Well, she told me I couldn't take those days off. I had to come in. And I was working, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, that's how they keep you at that place, paycheck to paycheck. Yep. So what was I supposed to, what was I going to do, right? Yeah, because especially if you've got nothing else out there, I mean, you got to, you know, submit yourself to that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, but something clicked after my uh, brother died a few months later. Um, oh, that's right. They, yeah, talk about the time off thing. Okay, so my brother died in a couple months later, like the day before my birthday to boot. And basically I was told I was not allowed to go to his funeral. I had to take care of the funeral because my mom, she was a wreck from it. My sister wouldn't help. So it was all put on me. And I had to... But they told me I was not allowed to go to the funeral because there was no way I could prove he was my brother because we have different surnames. That is a, so you got zero bereavement. Zero bereavement. There are three instances where this happened where I needed to go to a funeral to be with family because I view family as first thing, first or second thing in your life. You should, you know. At least above your job. Your job should be the last thing you should worry about. Correct. And you, you had, so you, you went to these things, but you took points, right? Yep. Uh, I basically, I called in sick that day that, of the funeral. Like, I, I can't come in. I'm sick. So I had to take points for it. And that happened just so I could attend. That was three different occasions, right? Yep. Uh, my grandma died in 2019. My my uh, paternal grandmother, they said, I was supposed to go to the uh, visitation as well as the funeral. I couldn't attend the visitation because they said, no, you cannot go to the funeral or the visitation. This is more important. Do you, do you and, feel like that, like those kind of situations – that the treatment kind of got worse, you it know, did. when, when it, you, when you, when they found out that you were autistic, I think it was more because I was defending myself. Uh, I wasn't letting them walk all over me anymore. I was standing up for myself and they just pushed back harder. Wow. So mm -hmm. you, you wound up getting out of there. Now tell us about the weird part after you left, what happened? Well, they're one of those places that were complaining. Oh, nobody wants to work. We ha we can't find anybody. There's too much unemployment. Well, they called me. I was at work at my new job. It's a decent company, this new job. I mean, I was taken aback by it one time. My one of my cats knocked off knocked my uh, alarm clock off my off of my table. I'm old school. I still use an alarm clock. I don't even keep my phone in my room. And knock, knocked the alarm clock off my table, unplugged it, and my alarm didn't go off. I didn't wake up till 10 or 11 o'clock. They had set, my new employer actually sent the police for a uh, wellness check. Oh, that's awesome, actually. Uh huh. And my old dad, like, well, he's not coming in. <laughs> wow. But they tried to get but, you to come back. Yes, uh, they called me when I was working there. They said, okay, you're, first thing I heard, you're starting on Monday. I'm like, what? 
And they said, you're starting on Monday. We need you back. Like, no, I've got a job. I'm making more than what you were paying me. I can't be, you know, I, I'm not coming back. They're like, well, you need to stop being selfish and think of other people. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. And then I hung up, and Monday came along. Why didn't you show up? I said, I told you no. <laughs> I mean, that, <clears throat> yeah, because you alluded to the fact because they couldn't find anybody to fill your position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it, it sounded like, yeah, I, I, I give you props for making it there as long as you did. Uh-huh. And I fully understand the paycheck to paycheck thing. And I, I imagine you probably felt pretty damn trapped. Yeah, I did. Uh, actually, the uh, subsidies, actually, you know, the uh, COVID subsidies are what helped me get out. Right. Because uh, I was I was able to put that money back because I I was doing uh, independent contract work on the side, so I was able to stop living paycheck to paycheck for a while. I was able to start putting money back, and that just put and the subsidies actually put me over that limit. Where I, as soon as I got mad enough, I just go, Fuck "You guys, I'm gone," <laughs> which is what happened. Which is exactly what happened. I got mad and told them to go f themselves. Well, good for you. You should have. And, and, you know, that's something that a lot of people don't understand is the, the subsidies that came out. Those helped a lot of people. And, you know, mm -hmm. and in your case, it helped you out tremendously because it helped you get out of that hell hole. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you know, and that's yeah, worth it. More, hell hole is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> that is. And, you know, the, the amazing thing is, is for the fact that, you know, a lot of those people that treat you that way are still damn there. Yeah, and you know, back in September of last year, well, they had gone through a few months of four-day weeks because of COVID. They weren't getting orders in, but they were still behind, which I don't get. They, they went from there immediately to six to seven hour, six to seven day weeks. Mandatory overtime? Yeah. Yep, 100% mandatory. Now, were you getting paid for the overtime? Yes, I was not salary. In fact, I told them that if I was going to get paid salary, I was going to be paid overtime as well. Was, they tried to say it was illegal, and I said no. <laughs> God. That is, dude, I, I just, but, you know, it sounds like, you know, once you got out, your life kind of straightened out, and you're doing pretty good for yourself. Yeah, it it ha it did straighten out quite a bit. Um, I mean, I'm I'm still working towards getting off of my uh, antidepressants that I went on because of that place. Uh, I don't feel like freaking out all the time. <laughs> well, you know, when when you know you emailed me and I was kind of like looking for like a title or whatnot. I think it it you you said it best. You know, stand up for yourself. Your job should be the last thing you worry about. Yeah, it is. Uh, it should be the exact last thing. It should o you should always come first because if you can't meet your needs first, you're not going to be able to meet the needs of your family, your friends, you know, your community. Absolutely. I mean, spot on. Um, you know, and and just the difference in night and day, like you said, you know, the current employer sending, you know, a police officer for a wellness check. Uh huh. Versus, whereas I can imagine the other place would be like, you know, we're going to cut your pay some more, you know, or, mm -hmm. or, or, or some kind of mess like that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I had a question come through. It says, uh, you know, and maybe you can really kind of get into this. What positive attributes do you wish employers knew about autistic people that can add to their business? Honestly, if you treat autistic people like they're normal, you're going to get the most out of people. Don't act like they're, you know, someone stupid or they're someone super smart and put so much pressure on people on them. Just act like they're normal. Right. Um, yeah. Now, speaking of the, the antidepressants, are, are you still going to a therapist or were you able to get out of that? Oh, I had to stop after a while. Uh, my insurance stopped covering it. <laughs> Right. Um, do you feel like that, you know, 
you've suffered, I, I would have to think that you have, you know, some sort of PTSD for having, you know, for all you dealt with there? Uh, my wife thinks so because I have nightmares. Uh, I still get the intrusive thoughts of from that place. Um, yeah, because uh, know, the it, feeling do, is... It seems like I get flashbacks. I can imagine. So you, you, so how long have you been away from there now? Uh, I quit back in May. I didn't get to find a new job till July, so I actually had that much money saved saved up, and then some. So you were able to take a little bit of a break. Uh huh. That's good. You needed it after all that bullshit. Yes. Um, you know, do you, so what's your path forward? I mean, you know, what, what are you kind of aspiring to do now? Well, I'd like to, uh, work for myself. Mostly I am, uh, getting back into investing like through Robin hood and dividends and all that hoot nanny. And you and you're like you said you you attempting to do contract work outside of your job, but right yeah. now kind of hard for you to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to do. Um, a lot of a lot of places they're not going to hire someone from the outside because of COVID, and a lot of people, a lot of uh, regular people aren't going aren't going to do it either. And you know, you bring up a good point. You know, all this was going on to you, you know, going on with you during the pandemic, and mm -hmm. the, the pandemic was bad enough as it was. Mm -hmm. um, how, how did well, the, I, I go ahead? I had to work while sick with COVID. So what? Yeah, and they knew well, you had it. Well, my wife had a COVID scare. I went in because I knew if she had COVID. I would I would have to uh, not be there for two weeks. I went in to ask, could I would I be able to use my PTO if I have to end up quarantining? She said, no. If you if you are told to quarantine, you're still mandated to come in. So wait a minute. So yeah, you get you get COVID, you get told to quarantine, but they're like, you got to bring your ass into work anyway. Yep. Holy God. Well, the ball. Uh, boss at the time was saying it's just a hoax it's just a hoax it doesn't really exist didn't take it seriously till she herself got it <laughs> jesus christ man that is how sick were you i was actually asymptomatic oh so well at least there, there was that right i i didn't find out till i had a blood test in june where like oh yeah you've got the covid and antibodies like really it's like wow. Uh, somebody said when you had COVID, I would have visited her office every dang day. <laughs> well, I, I did leave some presents in her chair sometimes when she wasn't there. I could sit there and rip one right on her chair. Nice, nice. Uh, how old was this lady? Oh, she was about forty, a little older than forty. She had just gotten out of she had just gotten out of prison when I met when I met her married what? when I met her yeah she uh, she had been in prison since her twenties and was oh in God. for drug use and this was her first job out of prison because her mom got her the job her mom was the sweetest lady boss that I had oh, wow uh huh that is wow so somebody straight out of prison and they got them running a shop floor. Well, she she didn't start out running the shop floor. She was running production, but within two years, she was in the uh, command seat, so to speak. Wow. And didn't you say there was some other nepotism? Uh, yeah. After, okay, I had left for two years because of being told I was losing my title and I was going to be lo losing two years of raises. I had to go back because I didn't have because the place I went to closed up shop, and I I didn't have much of a choice. They said, "Oh, well, you've got these IT certifications. Well, when that when that position opens up, we'll give it to you." I didn't believe them because you know, you know and what they, I mean. And they and they gave it to what was it, a a, a family member? Yeah. Uh, 
the next March, the, the position opened up. I asked about it. I said, we never said anything like that. And it, and it had gotten to the kid of someone who already worked in the office. He didn't know Jack about the job. Wow. Like, within a week, the main company servers were tanked. They were done. That is... Didn't, did they expect you to clean up his mess? Yeah, um, basically they had lost a they had lost a customer, and they yeah over over it because a what they used to do was they would send stuff they would send job orders between computers over the network through that server, but due to the server being down, they just put on they just put them on flash drives and walked them over like here here's work orders. Well, a thumb drive got lost somewhere. And they lost a huge order, which resulted in losing a huge customer. Yeah, because it, that kind of business you're in, you're not talking like little small customers. You're talking like some big boy companies out there. Yeah, or 2,000 plugs like you plug into the wall yeah. sometimes. Uh, hundreds of ground force uh, current interrupter things that go on vending machines. Yeah, it, big stuff, big money there. Well, they came up to me and said, hey, can you fix this for them so we don't have this problem again? Like, well, am I going to get the job if I, if I am successful? Like, no, your job is production. I said, well, then I'm not doing it. Wow. Um, what, blame tag in the chat says they reaped what they sowed. Yeah, it's kind of like karma that they lost a customer. Yeah. Well, they ended up going to Staples. Staples had Geek Squad at the at, uh, Best Buy. Basically, some... Big name computer group came in and took them for ten grand easily for a new server. Oh wow! Uh huh. And they had no clue. Nope, they had no clue. They got ripped off blind. Mm hmm. So, what kind of IT certifications do you wind up getting? Networking. I I have A plus certification, which is what basically my plan was to get A plus certification. And may, hopefully that would have gotten my foot into the door of some company, and I'd be able to grow from there. But I was never able to find an IT position anywhere in my area. Right. Um, well, it's like you said, you know, the area still hadn't recovered from 2008. Right. Um, Places so, were still closing. What were the working conditions there? I mean, I, I mean, to me, it really sounds like somebody made you know the comment that sounded like you were working for an American sweatshop. It it was a sweatshop. It uh, it got hot. There was air conditioning, but it didn't uh, cover the whole floor. Uh, but some one year they didn't turn on the air conditioning, saying we weren't working hard enough for it. What? Uh huh. And some of these, some of these molders, they got up to four hundred degrees, four hundred degree molten vinyl in them. Oh my god! So that that place was hot as hell. It got hot, yeah. And we um, had rubber, had rubber presses and everything. What kind of? I mean, how how was their safety record there? Oh, let's see. I've I witnessed about four accidents. They on, they only uh, mandated using guards when the safety inspector was coming through, the insurance guy. Oh wow! Uh huh. So, I was one of the I was one of the accidents because one of the machines I was running was poorly maintained and it tripped itself when my finger was nearby and my finger got crushed. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Any like really really severe injuries that you witnessed? Uh, let's see. One person, a similar thing. They were on a cutter. Uh, they were reaching in. The machine grabbed their finger and ripped it almost all the way off. Oh, my God. It was it was hanging by the skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> did, did OSHA ever visit that place? No, but ICE did a few times. Oh, really? Uh-huh. When, when I started there, it was um, undocumented city. <laughs> oh, and that, and, and I can see where an employer that is doing that, I can see where their concern for the, the, the crew isn't all there. Mm -mm. 
In fact, uh, the insurance guy that came through every once in a while, he said, well, you got to rotate these people. You know, they can't be doing the same thing all the time. Well, then they came out and said, okay, after a few hours, just ask and we'll rotate you. But if you ask, they'll say, they'll say, can you at least finish it? (laughs) Wow. Did you get, did you get breaks? Yeah, we got breaks. I mean, two 10 minute breaks and one 30 minute break. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was that for a 12 hour shift or an eight hour shift or what? That was for an eight hour shift. Uh, that was, it was for eight and 12. Ooh. Um, yeah, cause sometimes you got one at four o'clock, but it was basically on the whim of the person running the floor at the time. Wow. Uh, when you got your, when your finger got crushed, did, did you have workman's comp? Uh, no, I didn't because it wasn't, bro- it wasn't crushed that bad. In fact, all it did was break a bone off in my finger. Wait a minute. So work, did they even have workman's comp or did they just tell you, you know, did, did you have to foot the bill to go to the doctor and get it checked? Well, no, they paid for that. Surprisingly. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, yeah, I mean, people have had heart attacks from getting pushed all the time, and <clears throat> this is, um, but you're happier where you're at now. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot better. And do you enjoy the job? It's not something I want, I would want to do long term. Right. But I would assume, judging by, you know, how you've talked, that it's obviously a huge step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Wait, I'm actually holding out for an IT position to open up here in this job. Wow. Uh-huh. I hope you get it. I mean, look, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I give you a lot of props for coming on. You know, and mm-hmm. telling us about this because I mean, God, I cannot imagine. You know, that like you said, having nightmares and stuff and reliving that stuff over and over, and mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it, it, it's just wrong that you were treated that way it's wrong for anybody to be treated that way mm-hmm. um and i was just the only one that stuck it out right um and do you think if if let's say that company i know we had talked before we went live about unions do you think if that location was to have gotten unionized that things would have improved or do you think the company would have folded to keep from going unionized Honestly, I figured what was going on behind the scenes is that they were trying to get rid of production in this one location and use the building as a warehouse and have production shifted to the other three locations for this company. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, because there was one and there was a location next town over and wouldn't have made sense to have two locations like so close to each other. Right. So I always, I figured that's why they treated people like shit there. Was, was trying to actually legitimately say we can fold up the business so we can use it mm-hmm. as a warehouse. Yeah, that's that's what I that's why I hypothesized. Got you. Um, do you do you have any people that you know that are still stuck there? Or yeah, there's quite a few people there that I know that are stuck there, and yeah, I I feel bad for them. Some I feel bad for some of them. The other ones. They uh, they turned on me basically because I wasn't a because I wasn't part of the cult basically. Uh, that happens a lot. So you didn't drink the mm-hmm. Kool. You, you you said no more of the Kool Aid. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. No more of the Kool Aid. I want better for myself. And all of a sudden, I became a bad person just because you wanted better for yourself. And that I think that pretty yep. much sums it up. Hmm. That is, uh, man. I I don't know. I mean, I, hey, I. You've been through a lot, but obviously it's made you stronger. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, you 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 you've come through a lot, and uh, you know it, it's. Um, do you think that you might find yourself in a position where you might need to go back to therapy, like if insurance covered it or whatnot? If you kept having like the nightmares and stuff. Well, my insurance covers it now, so I mean, if you know, if if it does, if uh, 
I end up having to go back to therapy, it'll be paid for. So why not? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, if you need it, use it because I mean, mm-hmm. this is, this is a horrible, horrible situation that you went through. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody here in the chat, you know, when you talked about, you know, uh, the attempted suicide, everybody here was like, we're glad you're here. We glad you came through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a shame that we live in a world, you know, especially in this country where jobs are so bad that it puts mm-hmm. people in that headspace. Mm-hmm. Now, have wow. they reached I, out to you anytime recently trying to get you to come back or are they leaving you alone now? Nope. Uh, they haven't yet. Uh, I was told by one of the pers- people that left, the person that they hired to replace me, he walked. <laughs> so probably going to probably going to be calling me again. Wow. That's when you give them the big middle finger and say, no, thank you. <laughs> so, or come but, in and put dry ice in their gas tank or something. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever gets the point across, you know, I just, mm-hmm. you know, some of the details, like you said, you know, for, for the boss being straight out of prison and whatnot. I mean, that just kind of shows you. Uh, who thought that was a good idea? I mean, I know that that was, you know, she was a relative or, or whatnot, but mm-hmm. who in their right mind thinks that we're going to work, we're, we're going to rehabilitate this person and put them in charge. Right. Well, shoot. They, a lot of times they, they scrape the bottom of the barrel for employees. I can't, I cannot tell you how many times we had druggies come through people on meth. Uh, they caught people shooting up heroin in the bathroom once. Oh God! Well, I mean, that, but then again, too, they're they're not paying you shit, right? Now, I know you had pondered, you know, a lawsuit. Are you mm-hmm. still pondering that? Yes, I'm uh, trying to get in contact with other people who had worked there and experienced similar things. I because hope you guys, nail them to the fucking wall. <laughs> I mean, because there's so much from from like a labor board, you know. Uh, rule set that mm-hmm. you know it if you can prove it and you've got documentation or you got people that have witnessed it mm-hmm. man it it just sounds like nobody's had the balls to go up against them yet it seems to me you know just the stuff that you happen you happen to you alone mm-hmm. can get them in some serious hot water mm-hmm. yeah i mean many times they fired someone all of a sudden because they were black or whatever I mean, it's just, I don't, you know, I, ho- I hope you go through with it. I hope you, you, mm-hmm. you get somebody behind you that, that can help because if anything, maybe you get a payday out of it. Right. You know, I kept telling them, I kept telling them that if you want to treat people like shit, move to China. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, because it really sounds like that's how they're operating, you know, that location. Mm-hmm. The only difference is they got adults instead of like 13, 12, and 11, and 10-year-olds in the show. Right. But, well, they, they, they would hire people that young if they could. They could get away with it. I'm sure they would. I just, I, I, it's just, I mean, how how do you feel now that you've been out of it? I know you still have some like lingering issues or whatnot, but do you feel like every day that you go to this new job rather than going back to that when you feel some sort of like mental health improvement in you knowing that you're done with it? There is, there is that sense of relief. Right. And so um, you moved quite a way away from there, right? Uh, yeah. Well, this new job is closer to home. Right. For higher pay, much higher pay. <laughs> and, well, with that, I mean, you know, just taking you out of the proximity of that location has got to help some. Because, I mean, yeah, there, I, there are tons of I people. Haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been back to that city since May. No, maybe it was June. I went down there, buy some tools from the hardware store. Because I know of people, you know, just in the retail industry where you get like some sort of bad flashback if you just drive by the location you used to work at. Uh, well, good thing, good, good, good thing the place is out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So, have you made any progress on like getting people together to to, do, to pursue the lawsuit? I'm trying to be hush hush about it because right. they are, the the uh, people that run the company are very litigious. Right. They they threatened to take Indeed to court because someone left a bad review of them on their website. 
Wow. Um, have you? They, said they hired. They hired the guy to be to help get the uh, company ahead, mm-hmm. and he and they fired him. Wow. Because he couldn't do it. Because he couldn't do it in like two months. That is. <laughs> and he left a huge scathing review, calling the place a Nazi death camp. And wow. Uh huh. Well, partially for the fact you're not allowed to talk while you're there. Oh, really? Yeah, not allowed to talk. You're not supposed to have your phone at all. So you're not even allowed to, to, to like, if you're working in close proximity to somebody, you're not even allowed to speak to each other. Nope. What the hell? What kind of place is this? <laughs> I called it North Korea. <laughs> My God. I mean, I'm I'm really shocked they gave you breaks. To be honest with you, peasants. Oh, yeah. They also called us peasants behind our backs. Oh my God, that is a uh, wow. Um, have you been able to contact the guy that did the review? Have you Have you thought about trying to reach out to him? Uh, he moved out west, I think. Um, he may be somebody you want to contact though, because you know, mm-hmm. if, from the inner workings of it, you know, he may be very, very mm-hmm. beneficial. But yeah, um, he's he he's how people found out that they call us peasants behind our backs and how they talk about us. That's uh that's <laughs> that uh, did you get any kind of benefits? I mean, did they offer like health benefits or anything like that? The health benefits were garbage. Uh they only worked in Indiana. In fact, they only worked in Fort Wayne. Oh wow. Which, which is 2 hours away from my home. Fort Wayne. Oh, so was this located in Fort Wayne? No, this wasn't in Fort Wayne. It was in uh, a couple counties north of Fort Wayne. But your insurance was only good in Fort Wayne. Yeah, it was only good at the hospital in Fort Wayne. Wow. Um, and I'm a, and I'm it a, was se- it was seventy bucks a week, if I remember right. Um, now, was that just medical, or was that medical, dental, and vision, and all? It that? was just medical. Did they offer vision and dental? Yeah, yeah, they did, but it was useless as well. They only they only paid for like one pair of pers- pair of uh, glasses a year. Mm-hmm. And one of one of my coworkers, sweet lady, but she had to get one one eye done a year because she had two prescriptions, one for each eye. <laughs> oh wow! Uh huh. That's a that's a little insane. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a little bit familiar with the Fort Wayne area because uh, uh, Sweetwater Music is up there mm-hmm. and uh so when you said fort wayne i'm like wait a minute because fort wayne it's kind of pricey ain't it yeah it is um oh it's a quasi major city not yeah. as big as detroit but <laughs> a lot of military there too right yes yeah because yeah there because there's still an active fort there yep that is uh absolutely crazy um uh-huh. so I you know I I don't know I'm 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 kind of speechless with all this because it's you know I read the post on Reddit and whatnot mm-hmm. and I just you know I get the feeling um, that you were treated like someone that used to work for me mm-hmm. um, and you know we didn't treat this individual that way but a lot of people did and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I applaud you for reaching the point that you just had enough and you stood up for yourself. This is something that, you know, we mm-hmm. tried our best to get, you know, this person to do as well. And um, it's, you know, I, I I understand the challenges that you had, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, you know, I think the thing that was the most shocking to me was the the story about, you know, giving the child up for adoption. Mm-hmm. You know, because it made because it made her look bad, and and that socially, me, yeah, and and that, but that was the same woman that was in prison, right? No, this was the boss before her. Oh, oh, that's right, the boss before her. Um, mm-hmm. so the boss before her, she she wound up leaving, and then the the family member from jail wound up mm-hmm. taking that position. Okay, I got you. All right, that makes yeah. sense now. But I mean, the whole you know politically correct way to you know call somebody retarded is just. I don't, mm-hmm. it, it really shows that probably in the area that that company was in, that there's no oversight 
and nope. nobody ever, you know, held their foot to the fire, so to speak. And they feel like they can. Were they one of the biggest employers in that area? No, uh, the one of the biggest employers was actually just down the road. But and or when when ICE would visit, did it, it finally get to the point where they stopped doing that, or did they continue? Uh, they stopped doing it. I wonder how much of the treatment everybody afterwards was because they got caught doing that and they couldn't do it anymore. Right. Because God only knows how much they were paying them. Right. I was I was one of the people that reported them. Oh, well, I mean, it's 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 not cool because it's it's exploitive. It is. You know, and and that's totally a hundred percent unfair. It shouldn't be that way. You know, it's Mm-mm. like you know everybody should make you know. You, you deserve to make a good wage and mm-hmm. when you're taking advantage of people that are here for whatever reason and you're lowballing them, you know, and almost kind of like holding them hostages, like you'll work for us for this amount or we're going to tell, you know? Right. And what are they going to do, right? Exactly. Go- oh, you're not going to go to the labor board because you're not here legally. You'll get deported. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, sir, we're hitting right at an hour. Um, Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for reaching mm-hmm. out to me. I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you know, you feel like you got a little bit off your chest. Hopefully it helps, you know? And like mm-hmm. I said, there's a lot of people in this chat that are ready to like grab pitchforks and torches and come up there and take care of that problem. Right. So, I, you know, not my personal army. So, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you made it through. I'm glad you made it mm-hmm. through, you know, 2014. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're glad you're here, and uh, so if you need anything else from us, you you feel free to reach out to me at any time. You know, and, okay. and I'll tell tell you just like I've told everybody that's been on the show. You know, once you're on the show, once you're part of the family. So if you need anything, okay. you let you let me know. All right, all right, my friend. All right, everybody. Um, it's been a good one. Uh, I, you know, keep your pitchforks and your torches put away. I don't want anybody going to jail. So y'all calm down. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I can't bail you out. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, real quick, just to let you guys know what's coming up. We do have a Friday episode coming. Um, I've got to do something with the timing. Um, but if you're on Twitter, you've seen it. Uh, our guest that evening, her name's Vanessa. And then also, if you're a Twitter person, um, I talked with Berserk. And next Monday, we're going to have us a free-form chat. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So once again, everybody, thank you all for being here. I'll pass along the details for what's coming up in the next few days, and then we will go from there. But once again, sir, you thank you so much for being on the show. Mm-hmm. Like I said, yeah, it, no if, if you need anything, let us know. And right. everybody else, have a great night, and we'll see you next time.